everyone. Welcome to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. And I'm Sierra. And tonight we are going to be talking about House on Haunted Hill from 1999. The second best of the House on Haunted Hill movies. Is there more than two? There's yes. also, there was a sequel to this one. I didn't watch it, what? but it, yeah. I didn't know that. Doesn't look great. <laughs> so we've previously covered the original one with Vincent Price, and I think it's no secret that we really adored that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked that one. Um, I loved that one. Yeah. Like, loved. <laughs> I enjoyed so much about it. Yeah, it, it was good. And um, I, I guess we're just jumping right into it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember watching this movie when I was a kid and it's scaring the absolute hell out of me and we'll we'll get to like the like later stuff in the movie later on but I will go ahead and say that there's some bad CGI in this movie mainly at the end of the movie and I remember being a kid and watching this and even as a kid thinking like okay that looks really bad I feel like all of these movies so from like our era like when we were kids that the effects didn't age well it would be really nice to see them like fix those things now like not remake the movie but just go back and like add more modern effects to make it look better i think that would be something that maybe movie companies should do nowadays yeah but then you risk pulling a george lucas and adding stupid looking aliens no 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 no. strictly not allowed to add just fix only fix um, but I think that when you go into these movies, you kind of anticipate, like, 13 Ghosts is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, this is such a good movie. And then, like, there, you have the end where the spinning gears and it yeah. just looks like a cartoon. It's just, It's you know, that late 90s, early 2000s, like, I, where CGI was blowing up, but it was Yeah, they were using it, but good. it wasn't ready to be used quite yeah. yet. Yeah. But, I mean, there's stuff where, like, it, it came out around that time and I'll, like, I remember it looking badass, but then when I go it back and watch it now, I'm like, well. this did not age well. Like, this, I specifically remember the ending as a kid and being like, that looks really bad. Well, so, I recalled watching... So, I didn't remember a lot from this movie. No, so, yeah, yeah, I didn't remember pretty... Like, there's bits and pieces of things that I remember that when we get into the movie, I'll, I'll bring yeah, up, yeah, yeah. but... So, there wasn't a lot that I remembered from this movie. Like, I remembered the um, one woman who was like... Not the, I guess she was kind of one of the main, the blonde mm-hmm. um, that like lied about her name and all that. I remember her being in the movie and I remember that it was really creepy when I was younger uh, when my sister made me watch, well, she, I wouldn't say she made me watch it. My sister shared horror movies with me when I was too young to watch them. Um, but I think when we th- thought to do this film, when we were like, okay, yeah, we're going to cover the remake of uh, House on Haunted Hill, I, what what I was more concerned about more so than CGI that you kind of anticipate was like how sometimes the writing in that era don't doesn't age so well. Yeah. <laughs> like um, Darkness Falls. Do you remember recovering that? How bad the writing was? Like you're like we oh, never my covered goodness. it. So we, um, I I remember watching Darkness Falls as a kid. And it, it creeped me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were gonna cover it with John. We're um, gonna have to read. Yeah. We're gonna have to cover that then. We were gonna cover it, and I remember. Um, John was texting me and he was like, this did not fucking age well. And I think we ended up covering something else with him because yeah. it just, we were like, yeah, this really, movie's like, really there was, bad. There was like a lot of bad writing in it yeah. and like delivery, line delivery. And that's more so where I was nervous because I feel like with CGI, you know, the era was just in a new state where they were learning how to use something new. And you can kind of like accept that that's going to be a problem in that time frame. But like, you can't forgive bad writing. 
No. But what, <laughs> or bad acting. <laughs> but what I'll say with that is um, when we went into watching this movie, I kind of went in with the mindset that I was like, this is going to be bad and mm-hmm. I'm not going to enjoy it. And I, I kind of created that in my head like this is not going to hold up as much as it did like watching it when I was younger. And I I was yeah, so no, happy with it. I, I agree. I think it was good. I didn't go in there anticipating to dislike it. I was, I was very going in knowing that there was going to be some things mm-hmm. but I didn't think I was going to dislike it because I mean like I'm obviously I think like when I talk about horror of horror I like it's typically slashers but like I think second to slashers is a good haunted house movie mm-hmm. um, and I think it, it was successful in what it was doing and I think there's a lot of interesting details that I want to talk about once we get into the movie more um, I just think it was good to start out with like Kind of talking about our expectations on the movie. Yeah. So the movie starts out kind of setting up right off the bat that this is going to be different from the original. So if you're familiar with the original... Such a good opening. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm going to spoil the original. So if you want to watch the original, I highly recommend you watch it. Yeah, just put us on pause. Go watch it and then come back. But um, so this one starts out establishing that the house that they're in was... A mental institution which was not the case in the original movie no. the original movie it was just a haunted house that mm-hmm. they went to um so you get this opening scene that kind of shows what the setup the of haunt? yeah the setup of what caused the haunt where you have this doctor who went crazy and started doing all these experiments on people and the patients ended up escaping caused a riot then got shut in the place burned down which I but they also cool... got their revenge on those doctors. Yeah, so I thought it was a cool setup I for the movie. I love me a good revenge tale. Well, I'm, I think anything with like mental hospitals and stuff like that, it, it usually creeps me out. If yeah. it's a movie that involves well, that. I think I think the thing with mental hospitals is um, that we know it's a very dark part of history that happened. Like people were mistreated in those. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you make a movie, especially a horror movie, uh, it's going to be dark. It's going to be really dark. (laughs) What's cool about this is, and I don't want to jump ahead too much, but this movie does kind of keep a lot of the feel, and we had talked about it a little bit while watching the movie. Um, It does keep a lot of feel and themes and stuff of the original movie, but it adds that in with the the mental hospital and everything, Mm -hmm. and it kind of keeps it fresh and interesting. It it really did feel like an updated Like a modern take on it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that the um, main... The main character... I would call him the main character, Stephen Price. Is he the main character? Maybe, maybe not. He's one of the main characters. Yeah, but um, he is- so I, I referred to him as Diet Vincent Price. Yeah, he essentially... <laughs> first off, his name is obviously a head nod to Vincent Price. His name is his character's name is Stephen Price in the film. And um, he has, like, a, a like thin mustache. And a lot... The way he talks is very much similar to how Vincent Price, like, talked very grand and, like... Um, he was very charismatic i guess i don't yeah. like so he's very guy- very interesting guy and it was very similar to what you would recall of vincent price in the original house on haunted hill so interesting thing about that that i had read um was so jeffrey rush is the actor who plays him and he played captain barbosa in yes. the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> so the movies. whole movie it was a <laughs> yeah. joke the Thank whole movies you. i was making uh yeah pirates he of the was caribbean quoting references. pirates of the um but originally that character was written to just look like a normal guy um 
they had suggested that he he wanted to look like John Waters. So they went with that look, and he ended up looking just like Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of worked out, and they kind of just went with it. Does John Waters look like Vincent Price, or did it just, like, get messed up to the point where it just worked in that way? Uh, Were they aware that it was, like, a Walmart Vincent Price-esque look? Okay. See, I... I see Vincent Price more than I see John Waters. (laughs) Yeah. Much more. He kind of looks like an evil butler. Yeah. Like, if I saw him, I'd be like, oh, you're a rich person's butler in a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. He makes very fucked up movies, but... I, I, his face is familiar. Yeah. I know him. But, um, so, Not important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that I thought that was interesting. And it has kind of made me think, like, why didn't they just go with the Vincent Price thing to begin with? Because mm-hmm. he looks and has, like, kind of the mannerisms that Vincent Price had. Like, the very charismatic and, like, whimsical like, kind of. I like, feel like there's no denying that the the man who played that character did not. He watched. He watched. The original House on Haunted Hill. He had to have because um, I feel like it's he did a good job playing that that character, that that asshole of a character. Yeah. Um, And the wife did the same thing. They did the the I hate you, but I won't divorce you for money kind of thing very well. The cast is funny because it's very much like a random mix of late 90s, early 2000s, like star actors and actresses. So it's uh, Jeffrey Rush. There was um I'm not I'm terrible with pronouncing names but Famke Jensen Jansen uh, she played Jean Grey in the X Men movies um you had Ty Diggs who was in Rent Chicago and Rent and yeah um Peter Gallagher from Mr Deeds Chris Kattan from SNL and Night we at the had, Roxbury we had like a joke we were like oh it's just a, a an Adam Sandler yeah, movie yeah <laughs> because you also had Bridget Wilson Sampras who played uh, Veronica Vaughn and in Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. <laughs> we don't just watch horror movies, guys. And then uh, <laughs> Allie Larder, who was in uh, Final Destination. Yeah, and- she. I think she was the most obviously recognizable face. Like, when you turn on, you're like, oh, yep, this is, you know, late 90s. Yeah. 100% and- because of her. And then Jeffrey Combs was cool. He played yeah. the, the doctor from the... Yes, and when- I think that he was very eerie in that role. I think he did a very good job, which, yeah. like, it makes sense. That's that's where he went after, you know what I mean? That's where he ended up <laughs> after type, Reanimator. typecasted, yeah. He was like... Listen, I, we need a, a mad doctor. Boom, Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> he is the mad doctor. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to bring these people back to life. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe kill them. We don't know. Um, so the movie, uh, it sets up with the same premise as the original where you had, um, Stephen Price's wife is into this spooky shit and she wants to have a birthday party. This does not seem strange to me. I want, (laughs) I want that. (laughs) At the, uh, the haunted house, but ghosts went into the computer and changed the guest list and, um, it, it kind of leaves it a mystery for the first part of the movie where it doesn't explain why these people were chosen, but mm-hmm. she doesn't recognize any of those people. And Stephen Price is like, oh, I don't know. I, and at I the whole time, <laughs> every time there's something like this that goes wrong, they're like, it's you, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> to Stephen Price. And he's like, I, I sincerely, but like he always talks like you have to be suspicious of him. He's like, yeah. I swear, darling, it wasn't me. Yeah. And you're like, okay. But it also sets up. So when they get to the house and the house goes on lockdown and everything, he goes, he like slips away. And he has this guy who's watching and cameras it all, yeah. who 
it kind of seems unimportant to the movie, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> there think was really no reason for that guy to be there. No, the only reason that they could have made from being there is like them, one of them finding him and being like, "See, we knew that we were being set but, up yeah, by you." <laughs> but that doesn't even happen. The guy dies. Yeah, and very gruesomely. And I feel yeah, like his whole face is just gone. He's just the backside of his head. Like you could see the 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 backside of his skull. Yeah. Out of his face his, hole. His just hollowed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it almost makes me wonder if he was kind of just put there to have a body count. I'm pretty sure he had a hat on still. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, it was But it's funny, impressive. too, to see that because you get that play in um, Scary Movie 2 mm-hmm. with, um, I think, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair downstairs watching stuff on the camera. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, <laughs> this was the era that, like, yeah, Scary Movie yeah, yeah. was making fun of. So, yeah. like, it's... Oh, we need to care. Can we cover those? We can, <laughs> I would right? Cover the scary let's, yeah. let's do that. Um, I'm sure they did not age well. <laughs> but you get a lot of um, stuff that carries over from the original. Uh, so the coffins that had the guns in them was in the original, and moving on throughout the movie, you get this kind of plot that unfolds where Stephen Price's wife was cheating on him and set this all up with one of the guests yeah so one of the guests she did know yeah Um, so in the original um the the character's name was annabelle she was trying to kill vincent price's character um he it turns out that he knew that she was trying to do mm -hmm. that and he has the skeleton that pops out and it scares her she falls into acid and he's just like oh you kind of ruined your own plan here so that carries over because in this Stephen Price's wife was with one of the people that show up at the party and it turns out that she wanted to set this whole thing up to make it look like Stephen tried to kill her she had to kill him no 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 or no they were gonna frame yeah yeah. she wanted to push it to the point where somebody else would shoot him so that and then she could play like oh my poor husband because she wanted his money because she wanted his money yeah gold digger which she also killed her boyfriend yeah um what was the reasoning behind her killing him again we're jumping around this movie like crazy we are hopping around (laughs) we don't go by timelines here (laughs) um his name is that what you're asking no 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 why did she kill him there was a reasoning behind it i think she just wanted more blood to be on steven's hands like because she was trying to make it look like he was killing the people at the party and then somebody killed him oh no that's how she was going to get them to push over their edge was one more person being dead yeah because they would automatically assume it was steven so that that one of the the guests would finally shoot him yeah that's what it was if Um, i remember correctly it feels right (laughs) it feels right so that that's what i'm gonna go ahead and say is a small complaint that I had with this movie is that there was so much going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And my little and brain... And they were constantly separating. Yeah, my little brain could not handle it. <laughs> so, like, they they constantly separated. Um, the one guy is, like, the grandson of the man who built the building. Mm-hmm. And he supposedly knows his way around. The fuck he does. <laughs> he gets them lost in the basement every fucking night. And they keep going in the basement. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't go down there. We shouldn't we shouldn't be down here and then they just like the whole movie's in the fucking basement pretty much yeah and there's like um every they, they like take a turn and then the person who's two inches behind them is not there anymore 
and they see them in other places doing other things. She sees the one guy uh, jump into a, a whole pot of blood. Yeah. It's just like... So, I would like to say that the smart thing to do would have been, once that thing goes into lockdown, just be like, we're all staying in this main room until morning. Because if they mm-hmm. survive until morning, we didn't even bring that up. So, if they survive in the house until morning, they get a million dollars. If someone dies or leaves or quits... It gets split between the survivors. Yeah. So, I would have been like, <clears throat> fuck it. Let's all just sit here in this room until morning. We get our million bucks. And then when it's daytime, we'll find a way out. This but, is- reality, I'd be like, yo, we're going to explore this fucking haunted yeah, asylum. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> because I'd be like, that's just a movie. That wouldn't happen in real life. And yeah. then I'd get murked. Yeah. I'd get killed. So, yeah, the house goes on to lockdown once they get there. And they decide to... There, there's a mechanism that's supposedly in the basement that will open the the shutters up again shocker mechanism doesn't exist no it does but it was right it was in the attic i don't even that's what they called it it. they said it was the attic okay that's where that last window opened yeah but they go into this kind of maze of a basement area and there's like so many doors and like that's the thing too that was really surprising they were like walking and there's like door 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 they never stop to look into any of these doors and they're like, definitely not down here. It's definitely not here. There's like a hundred doors you just walked past. Not a hundred, probably like five. You didn't open a single one of them. How do you know it's not in one of those rooms? Yeah, well... The only rooms they went into were like the real fucked up ones. They were like, oh, this is where they did electroshock therapy. Let's go in there. <laughs> it's not going to be in there. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell that every room they were stopping into to show the stuff off in the room was, like, setting up for a kill or something that was going to happen later mm-hmm. on. Because, like, they specifically were like, this is the electroshock room. And then they went, and like, this is a chamber where you get locked in and it makes you go crazy. I love and- that part. Yeah. No, 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 no. The chamber it was, supposed was the to make- opposite. And they said things that would drive a sane man mad would drive a madman sane. Right, but so, it would drive you mad if you got put in there. I loved, was the, the, I loved, the setup. I loved that idea. I thought that was so funny to yeah, think about. But Maybe. You, like, they're showing all this stuff off, and you're kind of just like, all right, this is going to come into play. But you you get kind of curious, like, who's going to end up there? How's it going to come into play? Um, but they're, when they're showing all this off, what I'll say is it felt very creepy, and it was very atmospheric. Do you know what it made, makes me think of, honestly? Like, a really good haunted house. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like, like a haunted house, like, like, like a, a real one. Like I'm, I'm saying like a haunted house you would go to at Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a good one, if you've never gone to a good one, I'm sorry, but there are good ones and their sets are insane. And that's what it felt like mm-hmm. was like those really high quality ones. They're really, yeah. it was very like, I was like, this could be at Headless Horseman. This is interesting. But it, it did have its creepy moments and mm-hmm. it. I think when all of this was happening was when it really, like, surprised me in a good way because, like I said, when I went into the movie, I was expecting it to be really not great. So you have these moments where, like, the characters are standing there and you see someone walk by the frame behind them, mm-hmm. like, walk through the frame and, like, just out of focus, and it's like, that's fucking creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think, honestly, this this movie's strong suits was the atmosphere and environment that, that was the house. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the actors were mostly fine. Like they're like, other than Steven Price, I wasn't really blown away or floored by any of the performances. Like it's, it's a, it's a late nineties horror movie. Like you don't have to be great, you know? Um, but I wouldn't say anybody was cheesy or anything like that. Um, but the strong suit was definitely the sets I think mm-hmm. were amazing. I, I'm wondering, it, 
they they had to have built those sets i'm assuming i'm sure i'm sure they did um they were really amazing they were very very atmospheric and creepy and then like the way that it was filmed and how dark it's a very dark like literally dark not like dark like content like visually it's you a feel, darker movie you feel like you're in a, it's a house that's got shutters on the window like mm-hmm. everything's locked down and there's no light coming in anyway. yeah exactly so it's it's a very dark movie which like adds to it you know when you're when you're alone in the dark it's an eerie feeling and it does give you that vibe mm-hmm. when you watch this movie but, but I, there was a lot going on yeah there. that's where i'm getting at is at all so at all you had all this times. you had this party that was set up and you're kind of questioning like why and that's the mystery and that was kind of the mystery in the why original, are we here is like what what like why are we specifically here yeah, so you have that going on but at the same time you have yeah so you have why are they here what like what exactly is going on and then you have the paranormal stuff that comes in and who done it who's who's causing this yeah. to happen then you have who's causing it to happen and then it could have just been a straight up paranormal movie and then you have this whole murder revenge plot and mm-hmm. This love triangle. There was a lot of <laughs> stories that you... And they wrapped them all up, I think. I don't think... Well, the, there's one that was not wrapped at the end. What's that? How the fuck are they getting down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was um, a literal cliffhanger. So th- that that was kind of, like, annoying for me because it's like... I, I go in and I wanted... Like, I, I got invested in the paranormal you aspect of it. You wanted that part. You didn't care so much about the revenge story and all of that. Yeah. And they just throw all this random stuff. So they it have It was a like part... a drama, a horror movie, yeah. a mystery, all in one. But they have this part, for example, where... And you said you loved it. I didn't really... It was all right, but, like, I didn't care for it too much. But when Stephen Price, he gets locked in the thing that... Yeah, I like that. ...turns people insane. And it just turns into this, like, five to ten minute acid trip of a I think that you just felt it was that long it was like a couple it was like maybe two minutes long yeah thing. but it, it just drug on and I'm like okay get back to what's going yeah, on yeah but it was cool because he started to see people come out like come out of the like so basically this thing that would drive you mad or drive you insane or drive you sane if you were insane um it like you go in and it spins the inside there's like a picture and it goes through slides and like every other one you can see everyone every other one you can't so it's kind of like a strobe light where every other movement you see and it spins and it spins and it spins and it spins and after a while of it spinning he could see the man in the picture of the image starting to come out of the image towards him mm-hmm. and i just thought that was a really good like visual i thought that was super cool and spooky like he can't get out of there he's locked in yeah and he has to face this thing that's coming for him and i think that's eerie it was eerie it was just i i feel like so much stuff felt just dragged on i guess and like mm-hmm. thrown in and it i don't know i i didn't mind it it's just it, again it was just a lot going on there's too much for this movie to have nice visuals <laughs> yeah no nice visuals if you have a, a really in-depth storyline I feel like this movie, too, borrowed a lot from other movies that were successful. So, like, that whole sequence right there felt... Because it, it, it goes into, like, he's on a gurney and he's being experimented on and there's, like, the things with the shaking heads and all that. Mm-hmm. And it, it felt like it was completely dragged out of Jacob's Ladder. Like, mm-hmm. the whole nightmare sequence in Jacob's Oof, Ladder. Jacob's Ladder it was good. It was almost exactly the same. And then another thing. So, a part of the movie that I remember creeping me out when i was a kid 
was um, the part where the character Veronica Vaughn from Billy Madison, I don't know her name in this movie, I didn't care, but um, she has this camera and it keeps doing these first person shots through the video camera and I couldn't help, I looked up the release dates and this came out in October or November around there of 1999. Blair Witch Project came out in June or July yeah, of 1999. They were like, we're not going to do a found footage movie, but we're going to have some first person angles here. Which the first person shots were creepy. And that's what, so I remember seeing. I think that the point of that though was, is that, she, that the camera was picking up things that they weren't seeing. Yeah. So I think like that. But it was, makes me wonder if that was written in there originally or if they were like, Let's pull a Blair Witch. Oh, I'm sure that there was a lot of inspiration yeah. by it. like because it is a, it is very much when you go and watching this movie, do not expect like a masterpiece that you would consider now. But like it is good for the time, but it is a movie of that time. Like it's, it's very aged, yeah. it's very obvious that it's a movie of that time. I would say it's one of the better ones as far as like going back and watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get past the effects that were used towards the end of the movie, especially like the shaking heads was bad, but it was like it was you know you could be like okay the end thing we'll talk about the end thing in a minute but (laughs) um but this is a part that i remembered when i was a kid and i remember it creeping me out so much but she's filming and she can pick pick up these spirits and it's them operating and like experimenting on somebody in a in a hospital bed like they're tied down whatever and then all of them just look up at her and it's very like, slowly yeah too. and it's like, in like the like, first person it's very menacing yeah like you could tell that they did not want her there that they were going to take care of that problem and they did she but was that's, dead yeah that's one of those scenes that i remember watching as a kid and it stuck with me like i can play it in my head and even like like i said i haven't watched this movie since i was a kid and i still clear as day could picture that even before we just watched it for this yeah, um, this it didn't leave that long that that lasting moon impression. Nothing like else. No, 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 no. Don't don't get me wrong. Okay, nothing I else. Nothing else in the movie stuck with me like that. It's just that specific scene was one that I remember as a kid that that stuck with me. Yeah. No. Everything else I couldn't. I remember those. There was bad CGI. I remember who lived at the end, but I didn't remember that. Like I didn't. I I don't. I'm thinking that I did not watch this entire movie. I'm thinking that I watched part of it. Like when it was on TV or something? No, I'm thinking that my sister put it on and my mom came home. (laughs) Because my my dad was so cool about being like, yeah, horror movies, let's do that. My mom, she'd be like, no, shut that shit off. (laughs) I ain't watching. My mom's terrified of scary movies. So she would be like, nope, my kids aren't watching them. Like, the older ones could, but, like, she didn't want me watching them. I'm the youngest of six, so... But um, I don't think I finished it for that reason. I, I have a feeling it got shut off. Um, you you were probably lucky in that aspect then because you probably got all of the creepiness up to that bad final scene. Of- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just missed the bad shit. I got yeah. to enjoy the fun. Um, so you they, they find out, they find the, the office of the doctor who was doing all the experiments and everything, and they find this picture, and... They see the names on the picture and, and they put go, together. Oh my God, we're all relatives of these evil doctors. Yeah. So there what were, are the chances? The story was that five people, only five people survived the, like like the riot at the hospital and it burning down and everything. And it turns out that those five people were the ancestors or whatever of the people that had gotten invited there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, <laughs> now towards the end, uh, there's a char the character Allie Lar Larder plays. Um, she wasn't actually invited. Her boss was invited, and she was like a secretary or something. And she got the invite and was like, "This lady sucks. I'm gonna go there and try and get the money." Mm -hmm. And then, so she survives, and it makes sense that she survives for that reason because she mm -hmm. wasn't actually yeah. Part none of, of it. the spirits should be angry at her. But then Ty Diggs survived. It, it might Is be it Tay Ty? Diggs. I don't know. Tay Diggs. I'm Ty pretty Diggs. sure it's Tay. I'm bad with names. We've established this, but. Um, <laughs> He survives. Mr. Diggs, sir. But it's hilarious because, like, the thing's coming at him and randomly he just yells, I'm adopted! And then he survives, like, yeah, all within, like, 30 seconds. Immediately the, the window <laughs> opens and he yeah. gets out. Yeah, so... And I'm like, okay, like, There was really? some bad writing. <laughs> yeah. There was some bad writing. We'll say that. But, I mean, all in all, considering, like... The, the era this, the, the 90s were not I'm, I don't care I don't care I'm gonna hurt people's feelings they were not a great time for horror movies you, you can go and get in your panties in a bunch about Scream but they were not a great renaissance time for horror no, movies or I, anything I like that. that I think the 80s were iconic even though I don't necessarily like the 80s people love the 80s they were iconic and then they went into the 90s and I feel like the 90s really dropped the ball for what people's I, expectations were I think were. that we've had I think that there's movies that Great are movies since the 80s, obviously. We've had amazing horror movies, mm -hmm. even in the last year, the last few years. But yeah. I don't think that horror movies have reached the height that they were in in the 80s, at, like, at all. No. Uh, no. No. I, I, I feel like it's hard for me to say because as an adult, I feel like we've lived in the Bible Belt. And I feel like people here aren't as open to horror movies as, yeah. as maybe they are in other places. Um, so I think that that's also like our, our perspective on it. Like who's to say in another area, it isn't just as popular. Um, but like in our perspective, it feels like, like we go, we can go to like a, a premiere of a horror movie at the theater and it'd be dead mm -hmm. here. It's very, so the, unless it's like a big one, like evil dead or something like that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll add to that a little bit kind of unrelated, but Steven from, um, dead with my friends podcast he's been on the show before so if you listen to the past episodes you know steven but he was a co-host on the show for yeah. a long time yeah give but, him his correct <laughs> well i wanted to, to give a little plug to, no yeah to plug his thing yeah. but like he's a member of our family yeah, here. yeah absolutely but he brings it up all the time but he's constantly having bad theater experiences in new york when the, when he goes to the movies and i remember going to opening night movies in new york and having horrible experiences or really fun ones depending on like if you were with the crowd or against them yeah so they were always very loud and, and rambunctious kind of what i'll say and i think it's because what you said where where we live is very much the bible belt and horror movies aren't as big when you go to opening night horror movies here i've never had an experience down here it's quiet it's, it's calm because the people there are hardcore fans mm -hmm. of the movie like, it's I not just, just like it casual mm -hmm. people that are going there to be asked oh yeah no 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 for sure when we went to the evil dead evil dead rise was yeah it? we went and saw evil dead rise and almost every man there was like decked out in evil dead gear like yeah. their shirts their hats like they were there for yeah evil but we're, we're on the flip side of that i remember when we lived in new york and we went and saw the conjuring and the crowd was horrible mm -hmm. and it ruined it i love the conjuring the first one not specifically the first one i love the conjuring but I left that movie thinking, like, this sucks. <laughs> like, And it was for the theater experience 
for that reason. Watch this, guys. Best movie crowd you've ever experienced. One, two, three. Friday, Friday the 13th, 13th 2009. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was So great. much fun. We great. have a whole episode where we talk about that. Yeah. But but going off topic. Um, That's okay, So we, we keep kind of dancing around it, but the bad CGI at the end of the movie. We just, so, let's just not talk about it. <laughs> well, let's just, it's fine. It's well, I do want to bring it up. So it's this like smoke monster i guess of a shadow a shadow so, figure no i don't like smoke monster i like shadowy spiritual entity so if you watch the movie like very closely or like pause it it's made up of old film of naked women like dancing and stuff that's dope <laughs> yeah but they, what a rebel it was supposed to look like an ink blot or Rorschach. Yeah, I didn't get. I I, 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 I saw it. I I, I kind of see, but I I just like technology was not there yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and and it's no hate on them. It's not their fault. Well, it is. If you couldn't do it well, don't do it. Never mind. That's mean. Well, you gotta think when this came out, people were probably like. Well, I can't away, say because yeah. I was like, yeah, that looks bad. But like, I'm sure that they were like, oh my god, that's well, terrifying. Like, there's movies that I totally believed. I was like, oh, wow, that's a dragon, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then I look at it now and I was like, wow, that's a drawing, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, the, the, uh, this is off topic, but, like, the first movie that I can remember seeing that was, like, completely, like, computer animation or, like, CGI is the mm. movie Dinosaur, the Disney movie Dinosaur. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, the real dinosaurs, Mom, this is so cool. And it's good for what it is still. But you can tell well, they're the thing, not real. I remember being a kid and watching the um, the documentary series Walking with Dinosaurs. Oh, that looks bad. It looks horrible. Yeah. But I remember being it a kid amazing. and I was like, oh my god, I feel like I'm like watching real yeah, dinosaurs. Like, well, and like that's that's how I felt when I watched the movie Dinosaurs. I was like, dinosaurs aren't dead. Oh my god. But it's the same thing with like <laughs> with really anything. I mean, you can look at things like the first Toy Story and like how. <sighs> innovative the that, dog's eyes yeah how yeah. innovative that movie was when it came out and lo- watch that and then watch toy story 4 and i think that's, where it's like beautiful yeah <laughs> but that's the perspective goggles that we need to keep on when we review older yeah. movies that switch because like they were great at practical effects by this point practical effects were seamless and beautiful by this point when they first started CGI, we do have to give them some grace, as the Southerners like to tell me. Give them some grace, because they're just learning. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna forgive them. I wanted special effects. <laughs> well, I, I am like I said in the beginning. Go back and fix it, guys. Yeah. Do that. Do us that favor. Don't, don't remake the movie. I'm, I'm not against remakes, but I'm bored with them. Yeah. So don't remake the movie, but go back and just fix the problems with more modern technology and let me know. George Lucas it, but make it good. <laughs> don't add weird things to it. Yeah. Okay? Okay? Just fix the monsters that were there and do what was intended with them. I think I would love to see people doing that. I would love to watch movies where the effects did not hold up for the time because they just didn't have the ability to with today's effects. Like, and But you know what's funny, though? Today, we don't have to give grace. I have seen movies come out in the last three years that look like shit mm-hmm. visually like oh yeah superhero movies it's <laughs> just stop yeah no i agree it's definitely not some like there's no excuse for it anymore though 
I think people get have gotten lazy mm-hmm. with it. Um, I think I think it's the go to. Like, I don't. Need, I, I, I well, no, not even that. But I think like studios like Marvel, for example, limit the budget so much on CGI because they know they're going to sell tickets. Yeah, regardless. yeah, they don't care. Yeah, unless you're the Marvels. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, this is not a superhero podcast. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, no, I I think that in this movie though it was the beginning. The very early stages of the CGI, and I wish that they could have found a way to do it practically. But I think with their vision of the monster or the entity or whatever it is, it wasn't going to happen. So I think that they did the best they could with what they had. Yeah. So um, you might not forgive them, but I'm going to be the bigger person and say it's okay, 1999. 99. Yep. yep. It's okay, 1999. You did okay. Um, I will add one more thing before we get into ratings. I, for the hell of it, was like, I'm going to see if there's a post-credit scene. Speaking of Marvel, (laughs) because Marvel has ruined me to the point where even if it's an older movie, I'm like, I'm going to see if there's a post-credit scene, knowing damn well that there's not going to be. We took our kids to see Trolls in theaters, and he made me sit through the (laughs) entire... He made me sit there for 20 minutes for a post-credit scene for the Trolls movie. It's the third one. It's not good. What the hell? Well... This one... Gotta know all the trolls lore. This one did have a post-credit scene, and it was very creepy. It might be the granddaddy. It might be the OG post-credit scene. Maybe, but... Uh, we're gonna it, have... We're gonna look into that, and we'll get back to you guys on the next episode about post-credit scenes. So, in the beginning, when the doctors are doing the experiments, there's a person with, like, an old-timey camera with, like, the wind-up ones mm-hmm. to film. Um, but it's film like that, like, the old-timey movie, but it's... Stephen Price and his wife being experimented on and cut up by the doctors and but it's just silent and it was super eerie and I I think that's really like just to segue into getting into ratings this movie had potential and it had moments where it was genuinely really really creepy Mm -hmm. but I think it very much was a product of the time it came out yeah I, I think so too but i all in all i'm not mad at it no um i think that I, as much as i am really bored with remakes i do feel like doing a remake of this specific version of the movie now could be very successful i think that they could do really cool things with it and i would wa- definitely check it out um well you have similar stories like haunting of hill house that were mm-hmm. super successful and creepy yeah, I mean, they're, so. like, well, this is the thing, is is in reality, you can't go wrong with a good, like, ghost movie. Like, a, mm-hmm. a haunted house movie is, it, it, you know, it that feeds to your childhood fears, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. that that's so embedded in us to be scared of those things. I think it, you can't go the, wrong with that. A movie of this genre that I'd love to talk about, but I'm the only reason we haven't covered it is because I'm scared I wouldn't have enough to talk about with it. But Hell House LLC watching it scared the shit out of me <laughs> i loved how it really creeped me out and i don't i would love to cover it but i don't know if i would have enough to talk about just because it's a fa- like with any anytime we talk found footage movies unless it's something like as above so below where it's very story driven i feel like there's probably not a lot to, well you know to why because you really you can't really go into like the cinematography or anything like that because no. it's like it's like basic mm-hmm. you know um even if it has a great story or very interesting story it's like 
because Hell, Hell House, I, I would recommend. I think that you check it out. It's in, it's a very intru- interesting and it's a unique a unique take on the Haunted House movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's just, <laughs> why do we keep getting awkward right at the end there, man? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll rate the movie. I went last time. First last time. You go first this time. It's hard because um, I enjoyed it. Like, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, it's not a movie that I would watch over and over again. Um, but I would check it out again. Like, but just mm. not like, it's not going to be like a, oh, I love that one. I got to watch it, you know. Um, I really thought it, it created a great environment and atmosphere. It was dark. It was spooky. It was everything that you want a haunted house movie to be. And then you add the mental asylum on top of that. I think that was just like, oh, that's like the two eeriest things you can put that are haunted, you know. Um, It just takes you on a very dark and interesting um, adventure. And I appreciate that. There's definitely things that could have been left out of the movie to make it a little bit more simple. Sometimes I think simple is better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you need all this complex... Like, um, there was three storylines going on in the whole movie, and I don't think that that was necessary. I think if they just focused on the haunted house, it would have been a lot more um, successful in what it, what it needed to do for horror viewers. Um, but all in all, I, th- I, I had fun watching it. It was a, a good time and it was, it was fun. You know, it wasn't terrifying. I think it's a great movie to watch. Um, that's not going to like give you nightmares or anything like that, but it, it'll spook you a little bit. And I think that's fun. Um, my rating is going to be a 6.5. Okay. I was actually going to give it a 6.5 also. I'm I'm in agreement there. Um, it, it's one of the better ones from that period. I agree. And it, it hasn't aged well, but like you said, it's not something that you can really hold against them. Because it didn't age well, but it didn't age terribly either. <laughs> yeah. I, it's a movie that I feel like they had fun making, and you could tell that it... At least to me, it didn't feel like a cash grab movie. It felt mm-hmm. like they had a lot of respect for the original mm-hmm. because of how much homage they paid to the original. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like a... Because we talked a lot about the differences of the movie and like how they added this insane asylum thing. And it didn't feel to me like one of those instances where they take the name and use the name to make the movie. No, this was a ha- house yeah. on haunted... Like, watch the movie too i'm sorry for interrupting your rating watch the movie too because like it's literally a giant ass house on the very tippy top of a cliff so it is literally house i I don't even know if it's haunted hill i I think it's haunted house on a hill (laughs) i wanted to put this out there too i thought that the house looked stupid i agree (laughs) the original house was much more like but also in that house you could see the influence from the original house because the architecture was very like Mm -hmm. angular and square and very uncomfortable like it's not inviting it's not warm it's it's not even pretty you kind of look at it and you're like oh that's kind of an eyesore um and i felt that same way about the original house so i feel like they did take some influence from the original house even though it is not the same look I think like the angular, the pointiness, the this the it just feels like a big block on a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely not there, it's CGI'd. Alright. So I guess average is six point five because we had the same rating. <laughs> 
And I feel like that's fair. I think that is a fair rating. I feel like Eric. Oh, so Erica was supposed to be on tonight. Uh, if you listened to us way long ago, Erica was one of our um, another one of our regular co-hosts. co-hosts. Yeah. Um, she was supposed to be on tonight, but she had some car trouble. So um, she has to take care of that first. But this is actually a movie that we did for her because she loved this movie so much when she was younger. Um, so I just did want to shout out Erica. We love you and we're sorry you didn't make it for the recording tonight. No big deal. Um, we liked your pick though. So yeah. good job, Erica. <laughs> All right. So um, if you want to follow along with us, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. And again, on TikTok at Horror underscore Haven. I'm really bad at keeping up with any social media. So I do what I can on there. But We'll work on it. Tune in. Tune in next week. I'm glad we made it through two episodes. I'm really wanting to stick with being consistent on putting episodes out. It feels good to be back. So I'm gonna go ahead and say, tune in next week. I believe we are covering X and Pearl. That's my pick. (laughs) Don't quote me on it. I want to cover it also, but to be this was supposed to be an episode on an Amityville movie, and we last minute were like, let's do House on Haunted Hill. So. As long as nothing else pops up that Sierra's like, I want to cover that instead. We're going to do X and no, Pearl. which we did. We covered X previously uh, about a year, maybe a year and a half ago. But we all, think... of, all of the files got lost. We did it with um, Steven. Again, shout out Dead With My Friends podcast. Um, we did the episode with Steven. And then the computer that we used to record and everything crashed. completely crashed. Everything on that computer is gone. And there were a few other episodes that we had recorded. And honestly, that's kind of a big reason why we stopped putting episodes out like for a, a while. Sign yeah, I, I was like, I feel like that was the nail in the coffin to where I was like, absolutely, this is this is it. But I think that life really got caught up with us, honestly. And we're always, you know, we're never going to be the um, every single. I mean, I, I wouldn't say never, but I don't. I highly doubt that we're ever going to be the every single week on point posting we have lots of stuff going on in our own lives at home um but we enjoy doing this um we like talking about horror movies and we're happy to be here yeah so i'm gonna say tune in next week there will be an episode about something (laughs) yeah (laughs) um thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed the episode and have a good night good night